first, I just want to thank you guys for joining us today. Um, you know, this is our sort of spotlight and retrospective on the Mythgard Academy, which is now a very long-running program within the Signum universe. Um, Mythgard Academy first started back in fall of 2003, and it wasn't the Two Towers our very first uh, elected class? Well, no, that wasn't elected. Uh, I appointed that one. Yeah, the Return of the King was the first election. Yeah, yeah, that was the last appointment. short courses on fellowship and two towers, but they were not elected. That's right. Yeah, because I had done the fellowship, and I announced the two towers one as a follow-up, like, while we were doing that first fundraiser, and then the Return of the King was sort of elected kind of by claim. And the biggest bookies weren't uh, taking any odds on what was going to be elected after you've done the Fellowship of the Ring. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, over and under on the slides. Right. Or no. Yeah, it's mostly the over and under on the slides. Exactly. Right, right. Oh, hang on a second. got to unmute, unmute Yana again. Okay. Yana, I've got you unmuted there. Sorry about that. So we should be able to... You can just unmute yourself when you want to, when you want to, to pitch in here. Yeah. Very Thank good. You. So I just wanted to... Um, I just wanted to, uh, you know, I, I, you know, love to just kind of hear from you guys. What, what, what are some of your sort of favorite memories from the Mythgard Academy? All the books that we've done over the years and the many, many discussions that we've had. What are some of the things that really kind of stick with you uh, uh, over time? The repressed Victorian sex rant in uh, in Dracula. <laughs> that was a big favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Dracula was so much fun. I, I, uh, mm-hmm. I, I loved that that entire class. Of course, Dracula has been one of my favorites for a long time, and uh, just the, um, the, the both the the book discussion that we had, and then looking at some of the films afterwards. I've never really. I've never I've never sat down with Nosferatu like we did, and that was uh, that was hilarious. But we still have to get you that hat. Yeah, I, I do still need that hat. <laughs> but if I wear that hat, I will. No one will recognize me because it's the perfect disguise. Obviously, I, I do think we should make a rule that you should right. cosplay each time you give a lecture. Perfect. Yes. I think my my favorite book so far has been Watership Down because it's one that I hadn't read yet and nice. because it doesn't have magic or spaceships in it. Um, <laughs> but I really, really enjoyed it. And, and so I'm really glad that, that we did it because I, I, I possibly would have put it off forever mm-hmm. um, otherwise. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Um, I'm well, really I'm glad that you read Sorry, Yana, go ahead. What, uh, what Susan was talking about, Jack, I really like, well, the cruel delight that you took when I commented on Dracula's foreign accent, and then you said, yeah, that it might be a Dutch character coming up, and you were wondering about my comments regarding that? <laughs> yes. Um, I was keenly well, anticipating Yana's commentary on Van Helsing's Dutch accent in Dracula. Or lack of it? <laughs> oh, come on. It's fun. It's fun. I know. It's yes. probably less fun it's, for the Dutch. I know. It's, but... my, it's called my favorite invented word for the Academy class of my own devising, Van Helsinglish. I think it describes right. it really well. <laughs> right. Um, 
you uh, naming one of your slides in, I think it was our final class, Van Helsing English was, uh, uh, yeah, that, that paid it back. So thank you. Yeah, yeah, great. Great. How about you, Ed? Most of my memories are of the nomination process <laughs> and <laughs> discussions on the discussion board about which uh, which books to nominate. And uh, there's some passionate people out there who push a number of, uh, of books, some of which were successful and some of which weren't. And uh, since I count the votes, I tend not to participate in the uh, lobbying for books. I, mm -hmm. I broke that once with Watership Down because it's one of my all-time favorite books. I know uh, it's one of yours too, yes. Corey, and I think we have the distinction of both uh, having gone to the actual place yes. Um, yes. Uh, in response to our uh, our love of the book. Uh, I wonder if there's anybody else out in the uh, audience who's ever actually been to Watership Down. Um, the uh, so so that that kind of I, I really enjoyed I, I listened to the book twice as we were going through the course um, and of course going through the history of Middle Earth I mean that's uh, yeah. that is not something one would do just randomly but it's, it's good to have been forced to have read read through those books yes. in order and, and take a good look at them I, I think that's uh, um, been a really valuable uh, process in gaining insight into how his um how tolkien's creative process worked over the years that's been yeah. outstanding it really has i mean i i definitely would say it's it's one of the major things that has um really enriched my own understanding as we've gone through i mean i've never done that before i've never even really realistically considered that i ever would you know go through and study the entire history of middle earth you know chapter by chapter straight through and it's been people used to joke about that you know back in my podcast you know eight years ago or something um and uh it's been really neat actually to be able to do it and it has been an incredible learning experience i really agree yeah yeah um and just think Corey. in eight years when we're in the middle of the two towers on exploring the lord of the rings you'll be able to make a similar <laughs> statement about this it's true it's true it really is uh yeah it's kind of uh it's kind of increasingly alarming the sort of pace we're in in exploring the lord of the rings now but you know pace isn't the word yeah <laughs> pace is perhaps a, an overambitious word uh I was thinking we were going to get to Rivendell by Christmas, but I don't even know whether we're going to get to Bree by Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. Christmas with the barrel lights. Yeah, we might still be in the with the barrel. I think we, we we might get to Bree. We might get to Bree by Christmas. Hey Ed, I've got your uh, I've got your PowerPoint working here. Shocking. So there we go. I got it sorted out here in the background. Okay. Um, so yes, with the th thinking about uh, uh, Myth Mood 4. So Ed, of course, for those of you who, d you know, Ed has been very behind the scenes in a lot of things. Ed has been the, uh, the, 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 the chair of the Council of the Wise ever since the beginning. He's the uh, uh, hired for the position because he had a mind of metal and wheels and has been making this whole nomination and election process uh, function over the, last, uh, over the last four years here. Um, uh, so, uh, Ed, thanks for, uh, putting this together and, and, uh, and showing us uh, a few things. So just, uh, to explain, do you want, do you want to walk through it, Ed, or? 
Oh, just the obvious, you know, if you donate a hundred dollars or more or, um, the equivalent, uh, in monthly donations, you get to participate in the council, which nominates courses. Um, we're going to start the nomination process pretty soon for the next course. And it's going to be a little bit different because we're going to use a different platform, trying to get everything, yeah. uh, set up. Um, you get to vote to nominate which work you want. And then, uh, everyone who donates any money gets to vote on which one, um, uh, gets, gets studied and you vote your donation. So the more you vote, the, the more, uh, your vote counts. Um, so like voting stock in a corporation, but the Sweet. weird thing though, is because I do get to see the votes, um, you would think that the people with, you know, high uh, dollar donations and thus lots of votes would, would swing the thing. But it's it's an interesting statistical result that, no, that doesn't work. I actually tabulate the results as if it was one man, one vote, and if it's voting your dollars and I tabulate them both and they're, they're both almost always the same. That's and I, I don't think any book has ever won um, because the high donors have um, pushed it away statistically different than the electorate. So right. uh, nevertheless, uh, that's kind of the way we do it. Um, and uh, it's it, the nomination process is fun because there's a lot of discussion. Yeah, that's great. That is very interesting to see. Good to see that our 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 our, our donors are sort of operating within, uh, sort of following the, the 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 general democratic trending there too. That's that's interesting. Cool, cool. And um, I think the next slide is just the works we've uh, done so far in order. Yep, seventeen books. Not counting those first two, the Fellowship of the Ring and the Return of the King. Uh, this is uh, this is from our from our first from our first election. And as uh, people can see, there has been a pattern to the books. Uh, <laughs> we're doing, we're going through the Tolkien corpus uh, in order of, of in publication order uh, with the exception of course, of the Hobbit and the Silmarillion, which have been studied in other. Yes. Venues. Um, but what will be book 18? It'll be a non-Tolkien book. So uh, so the next slide are some of the ones that have uh, gotten a bunch of votes but have never really, never really quite pushed past the finish line. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, uh, I'm a particular, I'm particularly fond of, to, to say nothing of the dog, which I think is one of the funniest uh books that I've read in ages um, and a cat plays a fairly major role in it so what's not to like really <laughs> um, so if you out there want to elect any of these books uh, for our next uh, book uh, all you need to do is to participate in the nomination process is to donate $100 or more to the program and in the next week or so, we'll be reaching out to you to uh, get you set up 
for the nomination process. That's right. And um, that counts recurring donations too, by the way. So when you make a recurring donation, um, we sort of count that as an annual pledge. So, you know, so if you donate $10 a month, say, um, you know, that, that puts you at over a hundred for the year. So a $10 a month donation will, will get you onto the council of the wise to be part of the nomination uh, uh, discussion. And I think that's basically it for the slides. I just wanted to list the books. Yeah, yeah, that's great. That's excellent. Yeah, some uh, some uh, some links there. Uh, cool. Very good. Well, yeah, the, uh, the the Mythgard Academy has been. I mean, I have for me some of the most exciting things. I mean, certainly doing the history of uh, of Middle Earth has been uh, just a remarkable experience for me. Um, but also, you know, the the two of the moments that really stand out for me are new books, right? Twice when the electorate has chosen books that I had never read before, one of which was Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell, and the other of which was The Dispossessed by Ursula Le Guin, um, uh, both of which I enjoyed tremendously. And I, I think that they are, uh, I, I, I had a, a wonderful uh, time uh, reading and discussing my way through those. It's such a great way for me to discover a book for the first time is really just to kind of jump in and immerse myself in it with you guys. I see we got a bunch of uh, uh, a bunch of nominating going on, suggestions pouring out in the uh, uh, in the Twitch chat there. Um, yeah, you guys should you guys should should get on this nomination process here. Uh, very cool stuff. Um, what uh, what would some of I you think, guys uh, like to see? Sorry, Karita, go ahead. I was about to say that uh, Kindred by Octavia Butler is one that I'm kind of pulling for because I have not read it, but I've heard lots of good things and I'm kind of waiting to read it um, right. to see right. if I can get some friends to read with me. And also till we have faces by C.S. Lewis because it's one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would be excited for Till We Have Faces, too. Yeah, but no, that's exactly what I was going to ask. What are some other things that you guys would like to see us uh, see us do? And, and, and anyone else? I know uh, Ed mentioned uh, To Say Nothing of the Dog, which is, I know, one that he's been excited about. Um, uh, Tom or Yana, do you guys have any other uh, uh, books that you guys are thinking of that you would uh, uh, hope that we'd do at some point? I'd love to see us do The King of Elfland's Daughter. Hmm. Uh, the Odyssey, a number any number of other ones, because the Odyssey is just like right up our alley. Right, right, yeah, yeah, that would be great. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> cats laugh, la laughing because the crickets are coming back. They're making a return over there. <laughs> it's all good. Yana, what were you thinking I think about? That one's inside. Oh yeah. Okay. It's all good. <laughs> Yana, what were you thinking of? Oh, I, I can hear you now. There you go. I'm having some issues here. Okay. Nope. You're coming through now. Oh, there. Uh, I have a childhood favorite book that I've been suggesting in the participants chat. <laughs> Uh, South America in English as uh, Nobody's Boy. Hmm. And I would really like to do that one at some point. It's about an orphan uh, boy who gets sold to a circus artist. It was my favorite book until I discovered Tolkien. Right. Cool. And cool. It'd be interesting to do some translated works at some point. Yeah, that'd be so interesting. Bit, oh, away a bit from the English 
literature. That would be interesting. That'd be interesting. We've only done one book in translation so far. Uh, that is Boethius from Latin. Um, but uh, no, it would be great. It would be really interesting to, to sort of spread out uh, in, uh, in some of these other ways. So, yeah. Yeah, very good. All right. Well, um, uh, thanks, everybody, for joining me. You know, for those of you who haven't been involved in the Mythgard Academy, um, you can find any of our previous courses. All of the stuff, all the discussions that we've done are up on our YouTube channel. You can lo look at the Mythgard Academy playlist and uh, their playlist set up for each one of the different uh, uh, books that we've covered. Um, so you're, you can always catch up that way. There's the Mythgard Academy podcast feed as well, where you can get the uh, audio if you're an audio only uh, kind of person. Uh, so thanks guys for joining me. I'm really looking forward to, uh, yeah, Ed, go one, ahead. One last thing. Uh, there wanted to remind everybody, if you're attending live, there's a, a chat that we use and, uh, a lot of interesting discussion goes on in the chat. We play a little game every time Corey mentions one of your questions or, uh, or comments that you type in that uh, gives you one point. And anytime you make him, <laughs> Uh, burst out laughing uh you get uh, you get two points and then we figure out who who wins the game it's like it's like sitting in the back of the class and passing notes during lecture which i know we've all done at some time in our our okay so join us in the chat if you attend live uh and uh you too can uh, get credit for making Corey burst out laughing yeah Tug me go. I was thinking the same thing. It does sound like a Mythgard Academy drinking game there. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how reputable that game is, but that's no, that's great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> very good. Okay. <laughs> right. I bet. I bet. Excellent. Yeah. Well, I know that there has been a really great uh, community of folks who have been uh, part of that live chat window for uh, uh, for a while now, um, you know, going back several years uh, now since we started that. So uh, I always like to have that opportunity for you guys to uh, to hang out uh, and uh, uh, really sort of form that community there. Yeah. The community is a really great group of people. I remember the very first time I joined in the chat, you can get laughs for jokes that, that will get you blank stares anywhere else in your life. Um, you kind of find your people and it's like, a, it's like a magical tribe online. Um, I, I highly encourage people to find the chat window. Uh, it's, it's a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. All right. This expects a lot of thumbs. Right, yeah, a lot of puns. Yeah, exactly. That's that is that especially is from our <laughs> exactly. Well, I was going to say, and actually, I wanted to thank the chat room for uh, for absorbing a lot of Arthur's puns uh, because it helps to shelter me from a certain percentage of Arthur's puns. So I think that's a very valuable public service that you're performing there in the chat room. <laughs> uh -huh. Well, you're, you're welcome, Corey. Thank you. Happy Thank you. to help. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Okay. All right. Well, it is almost time for our Star Trek discussion, so we should uh, we should push along here. I've been I've been looking forward to this. So, thanks everybody for joining us. And again, I hope to uh, you know uh, to see more people uh, joining us as we move forward. We'll be we'll be moving into a, a, a new election uh, process pretty 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 soon, right, Ed? Yeah. There's technical issues yes. that need to. Be uh, yeah. dealt with but uh hopefully this week we'll be getting emails out for cool. people awesome very good
All right. Excellent. Uh, so thanks very much, everybody. And we will see you guys around. We'll see you guys on Wednesday nights as usual. So thanks for joining me. Bye. Bye.